Hello everyone! I'm very, very excited for today's live. We have another guest coming on. Let me know in the comments if you guys are enjoying all of the the guest speakers that we have popping in here. Um, I think I have like maybe five of them lined up for the rest of the year, so I'm super excited about all the guest speakers we have coming on. Today we have my friend Jen. So once she pops on here, I will invite her onto the chat. Um, but until then, yeah, just share in the comments, you guys, how your week is going so far. Um, if you guys have any wins, um, I love hearing all of the great news from you guys. So drop that in the comments, but we're gonna try and get her on. Let's see if she's, let's see if she's hopping on here. All right, not yet. So yeah, in the meantime, drop some of your wins that you guys have in the chat. Let me know how your Wednesday's going, or I guess depending where you are in the world, it might be Thursday already, which is crazy. So, oh, there she is. All right, I'm gonna invite her on. So what I love about Jen is that she does social media marketing for what she calls boring businesses. <laughs> so I am very excited to hear all about that today. Hi. Hi, I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't go live on Instagram very much. So I'm like, what do I need to do? Oh, let me turn this. It's a bit dark over here. You're good. We got someone tuning in from Puerto Rico. Hello, hello. Okay. So you could join. A little bit better. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, cool. I'm so glad you're here. So if you want to just Me too. talk about a little bit about your business and like, I know you said you market towards boring businesses. So what does that actually mean? Yeah, okay. So um, I'm super excited to be here. I'm just grabbing my coffee. And it's so fun because like a week ago, we or two weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, we were live on TikTok, um, like opposite. So I love that. Um, so yes, I own a social media marketing agency and we work with businesses who might think that they are a little bit too boring for social media. So there's some industries that like lend themselves towards aesthetic and um, more like readily available content. And then there's people who are like, nobody really cares what I have to say on social media. So that's who we work with. Like one of our biggest niches is plumbing and HVAC companies, which, um, I absolutely love working with. And, um, from the outside, they might think like nobody cares about plumbing and sump pumps and garbage disposals and things like that. But we make their social media presence fun and brilliant. So we make boring businesses brilliant on social media. I love that. I think there's so many people who get on social media and they're like, oh, nobody's, nobody's, nobody cares if I'm on there. Like, I don't really need a website. Yeah. I don't need to be on social media. So that's awesome. How did you, like, get started with that? Do you have, like, a family member who's a plumber and HVAC and they needed help or...? No. So whenever I started um, social media, I was working um, with bars and restaurants. So my very first client was uh, a friend down the street, or he lived down the street from me, but one of our friends owns two bars. 
And so that was like my very first client. And when I started working with them, I was like, oh, I could do this for people. I worked in the restaurant industry for 17 years. So my original thought was like, I want to work with restaurants. Like I understand the industry. I understand the kitchen. I understand the service part. I understand the customers. Like this would be perfect. Um, and it just didn't like that niche didn't end up lending itself to how I want to run my company. Um, and so I, uh, actually had a friend who had a plumbing client that they were not going to be freelancing anymore. So they needed somebody to take over for them. Um, and my very first plumbing client was also my very first TikTok client. So, um, when I, and they're still my client, I <clears throat> love them. Um, and whenever I had my first call with them, she was like, uh, I want to to be everywhere like I want to be on Facebook on Instagram on TikTok and I had been like kind of playing on TikTok on my own like trying to figure it out um thinking about how I would like to do it for business and so I told her like okay like I have never done a TikTok client but I want to I think this is the place that we should be so uh like we just like started going and um she'd referred me to a lot of people who have also referred me to people um and that was in 2021 so we've had a couple years with the plumbing and hvac companies that's awesome i love yeah. that do you do mostly like local work or is it kind of no like none of them are in my area yeah they're all like national oh my god mhm mm i have a few clients that are local um, but most of my clients are not. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's always like a challenge. Like, how are we going to get the content that we need? So that's something that I'm always like working on figuring out better systems, but, um, yeah, they, they're everywhere. So I assume with a lot of these people, they probably start out with like zero social media, right? So, yes, most of, I guess all of them really have had a pretty low presence. So one of the things that they do have in common is they're, um, like, they understand how important visibility and brand awareness is. So that's why social media becomes a priority to them because they're investing in their, com like, in their brand. Um, and so they're like, okay, like, now we need to get our brand out there. So that's when they, they reach out to us. Um, but yeah, most of them, I mean, what we do is like we build a presence on Facebook and it's like one of our best ways of doing that is running really low cost ads that target their specific area. Mm -hmm. um, we also will grow their accounts like using giveaways and engagement strategies and things like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but running the ads is a really great way to do it because we're able to get that like audience of people who is in their area now like into their Facebook so that they see our content. Yeah. So what I guess is like the, the biggest difference than working with regular like online businesses rather than like these more boring businesses when it comes to social media. So I very rarely work with online businesses. Um, I have I currently have a client who's more of like, but they're not even really an online business. Like they're a coach, but they're more of like an in-person coach. Um, I had another client who was also kind of like in the coaching industry, but I mostly work with local brick and mortar businesses. Um, I feel like 
we actually have an easier um, time with Facebook because it, uh, there's a lot of community support and they also like it's reciprocal. So there's a lot that the companies do to support their community that we can post about. And then there's a lot like when we post about the team and when we post about the founder, and when we post about the business, there's a lot of people in that Facebook audience who um, want to support the business. So um, I mean, I don't know, like I said, like I don't work with a lot of online businesses. Most of my clients are like brick and mortar. Um, but I do think we have an advantage when it comes to Facebook for that. I think that um, even with TikTok, like it has not been a problem at all. I think it's really fun for a brick and mortar um, a local business to be on TikTok. Like there's a lot that we can do with that. So I guess like the difference is, is that we don't have a, a good way to track like direct sales because it were dealing with a much longer um like marathon like process like uh, especially because my clients aren't selling something that you might like that you could decide you need tomorrow like most of them are selling a service that you want in your back pocket when you need it and so my clients also um they work with um, SEO companies and Google marketing companies and things like that because um, they need that as well. Yeah. yeah that was actually um, another point I wanted to bring up was like, what sort of metrics are you tracking on the back end since it's not like, is it, it's not really like website clicks or is it, is it like that? I guess it's like you said, it's more in the back pocket. So like, what are you actually looking for for these types of businesses? I mean, we're, really looking for like our goal is to improve their brand awareness it's so we're looking at brand awareness metrics like are we getting in front of the right people are we creating content that is engaging people are we i mean a, some of my clients like will run um some really like we'll run some legion ads but it's sent like i said like those People don't go to Facebook or Instagram right. whenever they have a plumbing problem. They go to Google. And right. so we know that. Like, that's, like, people aren't doing that. So if we're running Legion ads, they would be more like um, a seasonal type upgrades or seasonal type maintenance or um, or things like that. So, yeah, we're really, like, for analytics, we're just, we're looking at brand awareness. It's really interesting. Because, like, with me and my business, it's all, like, tracking, like, conversion rates and stuff like that and tracking, like, not 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 on that level at all. So it's really interesting to, like, it's more about, like, the brand awareness, which, I mean, it's true with, like, online businesses as well, but it's not as powerful. Because, like you said, you're not going to, like, go on, Google, like, on Facebook and be like, oh, I need, like, a local plumber or something like that. Like, it's yeah. more word of mouth. So I think that's, I think that's really, really kind of cool that... It's completely separate. It's work. visibility. It's like what Rachel teaches us, you know, and it's funny because like people, <laughs> I was talking to somebody and they're like, well, you know, I can't really say that um, we've gotten more sales, but like business is not one of my plumbing clients, another client that I have, but they're like, business is going really well. And people are always saying like, oh, this project that you're working on is so cool and whatever. And I'm like, 
thinking to myself, like, okay, so it is like leading to more sales. Like people are seeing what you're doing and they're reaching out to you and telling you about projects that they need done and commenting on the last projects that they've had, like that they've seen. So the visibility is really important. It like, um, it, people can't do business with you if they don't know that you exist. Yeah. And so that's why we, we're creating a top of mind, top of funnel, um, presence that all businesses need yeah so what would be like your biggest tip for like somebody who's a plumber or an hvac or in construction where it's like all localized businesses but they don't have a social media yet like what would be like the good starting point for them um i think facebook is really important that would be like a big priority because people are like going to look you up on facebook um and they're going to look at the reviews that you have um and it that's just a really great place to get reviews from customers to start building the audience of people like past customers, um, people that are working with you, your team, um, your family, people that support you. Uh, and then I think that working on video content, like we know how powerful that can be. Um, so that is one that we, uh, I only work with people who are creating video and I think that more and more social media agencies are going to that. Um, but like we create video multiple times a week for our clients because that's the easiest, fastest way for us to get in front of people. Yeah, I agree. Video marketing is, if you're not using video in your content, you guys, then like you're, you're totally missing out on the visibility purposes. Like it doesn't matter if you're online or a brick and mortar kind of store like you need to be using video 100 percent. yeah totally i know and so that's we put videos um we use tiktok as our main editing platform but we put them on instagram youtube linkedin facebook like we put them everywhere so i'm curious have you had like more reach with facebook reels then because more of those like local community people are on facebook or is it more TikTok more reach with Facebook reels or with Facebook? What was the question? I guess with like Facebook reels, like, so are you posting these videos onto Facebook reels? Yeah. So, you know, Facebook reels was getting us a ton of reach, um, a, a couple months ago and it's really dropped off, but we did have one of our Facebook videos that got like 600,000 views on it. So it kind of experienced a little bit of virality, which was really fun um, for one of my clients. Uh, and so like Facebook Reels were really powerful. They're definitely not as powerful as they were. Right now we're seeing the highest video reach on YouTube Shorts. Like it's even surpassing TikTok for the most part. So, um, but we don't really, like TikTok engagement percentage is up. So we'll get high engagement on our videos, but they don't always get views like relative to the amount of engagement that they get. So yeah. we'll get videos with like very, very high likes and saves. And then like the views just kind of peter out. But we also run ads on TikTok for our clients with the same like idea for Facebook. So we'll run them targeted just to the area that they're in. And that way, because one of the big questions is like, so what if I get high reach on TikTok if I'm not reaching my potential customers? So that's why we use ads so that we're able to target their exact customers and um, have them follow our 
TikTok account. So that what's cool about those two is that they're TikToks that we're running, you know, so we'll look at what performed well as an organic TikTok and then put money behind it. Um, and so we'll get a lot of comments from people who are like, oh, I'm in that area. Oh, like you're, I've seen your trucks or um, I, I see your whatever, you know, so that's really cool because we know that like we're reaching our target audience. The visibility is working like they're recognizing us again and they're seeing us on TikTok. So that's a really cool um, strategy that we use on TikTok too. Have you tried any of the like the geotag features on TikTok? Like where you can um, just like in the video? Yeah. Yeah, so we geotag all of our videos. Okay. Um and then we also use hashtags that are specific to like whatever town that they're in. Um the geotags, one way that it was really powerful is one of my clients was asked to be a part of the TikTok Impact Project, which was um, put on by TikTok where they highlighted small businesses in different states. Um, and so I don't know if that was directly found due to the geotag or due to the whatever. I don't know how they found us, but um, I, I do think that that probably played a part in it just because like we always geotag our videos. That's really interesting because like, I, I've i never worked with like site specific companies before. Yeah. Management, so I've never tried out that feature before. So I was curious to see if it worked or not, but I guess it does. Yeah, yeah, we always use it. And like I said, we also use like specific hashtags for whatever is, you know, in the area town. Yeah state depending I, we work with people like in new jersey and they like it's small <laughs> small state yeah i'm in texas so there's like five states oh you're in texas yeah <laughs> oh i'm in tennessee right now i was i was i was gonna ask you where where you were because I, I thought you told me when we went live last time but i completely forgot where you were located so texas nice so what are some when you're talking about boring businesses on social media, what are some ways to make those businesses not look boring, I guess? Yeah. Because I mean, if you come yeah. across like a plumbing video, like just advertising regular services, like people are most likely going to scroll away from that. So like, what kind yeah. of like video strategies do you use for these types of clients? Okay, so there's a couple different things. I'm trying to see if this fixes my lighting because I feel like my lighting is really bad. Um, <laughs> so one of okay so first of all one trick that we found um and i think that this is relevant to like any business is not to get technical with the information so we think about a lot about like creating educational type content or at least like positioning ourselves as a thought leader by creating educational type content um Nobody cares about the technicality of any industry, um, but especially not like their plumbing and HVAC system, truly. Like nobody cares. They do not care about very much besides what can benefit them. And so what we started doing was sharing little things that homeowners could learn, like homeowners could need to know in order to keep their plumbing and HVAC system healthy. So um, things that could be as simple as like, like what you should and shouldn't put down your garbage disposal. Like one of the first viral videos that one of our plumbers had, um, it, 
was about like not to put pasta and rice down your garbage disposal. And it was just like this moment of everybody being like, oh my gosh, like I had no idea. Um, and, and we've used like the garbage disposal thing with all of our plumbing clients and we've gotten multiple viral like type videos from that topic specifically. So I think that um, it's one of those like, when you're too close to the business, sometimes it's hard to see yeah. um, how basic the information needs to be. But it's like another one for our HVAC client was like, uh, what temperatures you should leave your house. And that, that video received a ton of virality. And it's like one of those things where people have been doing it the wrong way for so long that they have an opinion on it. So it's like, yeah. well, I do that. I've been doing that forever and I've never had a problem. And then someone else is like, well, we just had to pay whatever amount of money because it, or, you know, like things like not flushing flushable wipes. That's another one that we talk about a lot. Um, and so it's like finding these really simple tips that aren't very technical, but are still related to our industry and able to like help people. Um, it is one thing that we do that helps us a lot. Um, another thing is like, involving the team and in having fun so like when we have the clients that will do the trends for us like we get really good results off of that because it's fun like you see the dynamic of the people that work in the office um and we can make it like somewhat relatable um it, and then just when we've had uh like just involving the team or the founders in the videos in the content um, really helps us make it a lot of fun. And it's the same with our static content. Like I have um, one thing that we like to prioritize is making sure that we're recognizing the team for birthdays and anniversaries. And like when we do that and we get what we need, like we get the pictures of the team, we get their anniversary dates and we post that. Those are our very best posts. They get shared like, you know, eight to 10 times, which is putting us in front of like hundreds and hundreds of people. And we're not spending any money for that. And so, like, that makes our content really fun. Sharing um, team building or, like, community activities is really a great way for us to get in front of new people, to get engagement on our content. Um, so anything that's, like, personal but not super personal, you know, like, you don't have to tell us your dark secrets and like I personally don't put my kids on social media but I post a lot about the um my CrossFit journey my fitness journey and that's really relatable to people and it's like a personal side that doesn't have anything to do with business so thinking about personal like that where it's like something you can share with people that they can relate to that shares a little bit about what makes you different from other people but doesn't have to be like your deepest secrets or yeah. even like you don't have to share anything you don't want to but just like don't be so um don't be so boring like make it make find something that you like that can make you stand out a little bit yeah definitely definitely that like no like and trust factor the the lowest common denominator that rachel talks about is huge for sure yeah it sounds like for local like these types of businesses though like community support is huge when it comes to that sort of stuff like especially with the facebook pages and stuff like that so do your businesses do a lot of collaborations with other local businesses on their social pages so we have tried some different things like that like social media driven um collaborations like uh and we tried it in a couple different ways um 
none of them have been like hugely successful, but um, one of them was like a local business shout out that we did. Like every Thursday, we would recognize a different business in the community um, and kind of talk about them. Um, but that got like a lot of businesses excited, but I don't feel like it was like, um, I don't know. It, I mean, I think it was still cool. It just didn't get as good of engagement and reach as I hoped it would have. Um, we've done some giveaways because, and like, uh, we don't necessarily do like a plumbing giveaway because again, like people don't need that all the time, but we've done um, where the business has like purchased gift cards from different local businesses and done um, giveaways with that. We've done like nominations um, like for nominate somebody to win this or whatever. So that was really successful. We've done that a few times. Uh, one of my clients we do a newsletter for and we include community events in the newsletter um, because again, I was like trying to think of how we could get people to open this consistently since like you're not gonna open a plumbing email consistently, like you just don't need it. Um, so we added the community events and those have really gotten a good, um, We've had a good response. Like our open rate stays between like 10 and 20%, which I'm pretty happy with for a plumbing company. I think that that's a um, good market. Fine. Yeah. Um, so I think, and then like my clients will do things like um, that that's already in their heart to do, like donate to different organizations, schools, um, community things. Uh, and, and that kind of stuff does really well and people want to be a part of that and, and help with that. And so I always try to make sure that like, they're telling me about it so that we can share it with our social media. Yeah. I know that was like a big struggle I had with a lot of my clients was like, some of them were really active in their like local ish communities and they wanted me to post like updates on like Instagram stories and stuff like that and I had to like go back and forth with them 24 7 trying to figure out like what's going on locally and like yeah getting the name of people so like that was always a big hassle for me when I was dealing with clients was trying to manage all of like the more local events that weren't like online specific yeah I think with that um it's good to have support that's like on the ground with them and so if there's somebody on their team or someone in their family that can help you get the client that you need. And you can, instead of doing it, storyboard what you need and give them like the handles and whatever and have them do it themselves. I had that be a more successful way of doing it or just sharing it after the fact, but like trying to keep up from afar is just really challenging. Yeah. Trying to like be the middleman between yeah. the business yeah the it's like i feel like this is pointless yeah yeah i was working with a a woman who used to own a consignment shop and she's now pivoted into like doing like teaching consignment owners how to market themselves in the consignment shop mm -hmm. so yeah one of the big things that she used to talk about um that really helped boost consignment store engagement was going live every single day inside of the store. So I was wondering yeah. if your businesses or your, your clients end up doing something like that and if that helped. I know, and honestly, I was just thinking about that today um, uh, in my strategy meeting. And I was honest, I was thinking about it on TikTok um, because it, like, 
I don't know if you see this, you probably see stuff like this, but like on Saturday and Sunday mornings, I always see like these restaurants that just have the TikTok live on, like on the grill while yeah. they're just making like eggs and bacon and stuff. And I'm like, that is so smart. You know, it like really if I was doing the TikTok for a restaurant, I would totally make them do that. Or the bars like on Friday nights, you know, like the Nashville bar bars or whatever. And you're just like yeah. watching them, like people walk up and be awkward or whatever like it's such a smart thing to do because it, it will encourage account growth and you like are doing nothing you're literally just like you're just putting the leaving and leaving the live on yeah so I was thinking about that today um with one of my clients but I mean I like I think it would be cool I think it would I <laughs> As hard as it is to just get pictures and videos sometimes, I'm not sure that anybody would consistently do that for me. But um, I do think that that's a good, a, like, a, it could be a really cool way of using um, the live feature. Yeah. Yeah, she said she got a lot of foot traffic from doing that. And I guess, like, consignment store is different than, like, live streaming at like a plumbing place or in somebody's house while but, they're like, like fixing their speech. I know that's the problem is like it would be in someone's house but yeah. if it was an outdoor thing I think that would be really cool and I always tell them like get me the gross stuff when you go to a house and there's like a big mess that's what we want to see like we want to see the big mess we want to see like the gunk that you're pulling out of it like we want to see all the water go down the drain. Like that's the stuff that people find really, really interesting. And it's challenging to even get that stuff. Like I, we got one, but it wasn't great, but there was um, someone that called and said that they tried to flush a meatball down the toilet and their toilet, like they were like saying that their toilet was clogged because they tried to flush a meatball. And my client's like, can we use the phone call? Like I recorded the phone call. I'm like, I mean, uh, I don't know. Can we use the phone call? <laughs> but, uh, but she hasn't given me access to the phone call yet. But I think that's so good. I'm like, please find me the video of them getting this meatball down the toilet. I think we have it. Like, we try. It just it didn't make as big of an impact as it could have. It just, I know. So I think, you know, people like to watch mundane things like and I always tell my plumbing and HVAC clients like we want to see the gross old stuff that's what people want to see yeah it's like all the stuff you wouldn't expect people would want to see on social media people actually want to see it's, it's like those like weirdly satisfying like pimple popping videos like so exactly. many people love watching those for some reason but they're disgusting exactly it's, just, it's just I know like, uh, I can't, like, can't watch those but my husband is a mobile auto detailer, and so um, a lot of times, like, we'll post videos of just him cleaning, and I used to, like, put text on the screen. I'm like, I don't even need text on the screen. Like, we just literally can just put music and watch him do it, like, and people just like to see it go from dirty to clean. I know. It's, it's so weird how, like, people overthink videos so much, and they're like, oh, yeah. like, no, just, like, either put some text up or not and just like put it out there like you never you never know for one if it's going to perform well and two yeah. like it's always the stuff that like is the grossest or the weirdest or the thing that you think isn't that interesting everyone else finds interesting we created this video for one of my clients and it was like um i don't know if you remember this meme it didn't get really big but it was from the super bowl halftime show of rihanna like walking and one of her dancers walking behind him and so it was a cap cut template that you could put 
text and say like who Rihanna was and who the oh, other person yeah. was. Yeah. And so one of my video creators came up with an idea for it because our, um, I don't know. I thought it was really like, I knew it were like rode the line of appropriateness of like what we could use because it was so random, you know, like it being Rihanna, like it wasn't branded. It didn't have anything to do with our biz, like with our client, but it did when we put the text on the screen. So the feedback that they give me is like, I mean, if it would have done better, like it probably would have been better. I'm like, like, duh. Like, <laughs> that's like why we try things. I don't know how it's going to perform. I'm just trying. And I thought it was cute. And I'm like, so it didn't cover, but you can't be like, fine. <laughs> my call so I had to like cancel it super quick so but yeah it's always like you, you gotta try so many different things because you you really never know what's gonna perform well so like I'll, I always tell people quantity over quality for the most part depending on like the industry but like for the most part it's like always putting out like 10 different videos of like the exact same thing just like shifting one thing at a time it's like when you're in like a chemistry class or something and you're just like trying to make the perfect formula like you, you just gotta try <clears throat> everything all the time yeah definitely but yeah i mean is there anything else you really want to share with other boring business owners mm -hmm. that are looking to get on social media or like struggling with social media right now I, I mean, I really feel like we covered a lot of it, especially right at the end here. Like, just um, try things out, put them out there, give us the mundane stuff. Um, but I think one of the biggest things is, like, think about what makes you different. And you don't have to get too deep with it, you know. Um, and it highlight those things. So what makes you different is you and your team and your pet. Oh, my gosh. All of these companies, too, have office dogs. And, like, we create the office dog videos, and those just, like, do so well, you know. And those are so easy to create. And it, um, it, they're really, like, great because they are a part of the culture of the business. And so that's really um, such a big thing that we like to share and what helps people stand out. Yeah. Um, I did create a... Um, uh, I have a 3B, um, and, and it is 57 content ideas to make your boring business brilliant. So um, that would be really helpful for somebody who's struggling. Um, the 57 ideas are totally free, and it's in the link in my bio. Yeah, if you want to send me that over as well, I'll put that in the podcast description once this gets uploaded as well. But okay, yeah. perfect. Where where can people find you if they are a boring business and they need help with social media? Where can they find you? <laughs> um, so, and also, you're not a boring business. You just have a boring social media. <laughs> um, but I am at Keyheart Marketing. It's K-E-E-H-A-R-T Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Jen McKee. It's J-E-N-M-C-K-E-E. -E. And, um, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I just started a new TikTok account, Marketing for Plumbers HVAC. So it's Marketing in the number four, Plumbers HVAC. And that one's, like, super specific to plumbing and HVAC. Um, that one's been really fun to start. Oh, is that the one that you were talking about? 
talking about the click the other day that yeah is it going my new my new tiktok yeah, and it's like I mean it's slow and steady growth. Like I I get like one to five followers a day, so I feel like that's pretty good. Um, and I'm creating like on the weekdays, like anywhere between zero and three videos on it a day. So it's not doing too bad. Um, I like that it's like so niche down, even though you don't have to be super niche on TikTok. Um, I feel like my other account I've had since. 2020 and it, like it's just it's like a hodgepodge of you know <laughs> thousands of videos so I like that this one I is like so specific I know who I'm talking to and um I know what the content is going to be about nice well make sure to go give Jen a follow on all of those platforms and if you need help with your business and coming up with some ideas make sure to click the link in her bio she's got some awesome awesome juicy golden information in there. So thank you so much for hopping on, Jen. Thank you. I enjoyed this. Thank you. So have a good rest of your week. Bye. You too. Bye.